0: The change that we anticipate to make in Musa, through learning Musa, through doing Tshuva takes on two layers what the outer calls the external and the internal. The external, he says, is behavioral Examples given are don't befriend a rasha. A nausea go around the vineyard, not near. And the internal is It defines the intent that you have when you perform an act. It's not the external appearance of what you're doing, but rather the internal motivation for doing so. He says, towards the end of the sixth pericum, we find two levels. A person is able to break an opening, a breach, which is broad and deep in the barrier of nature and in the interrupting screen of old habits, that in one moment he can go out from darkness to great light. and he becomes a different person, both internally and externally, and all the impressions that he previously had on his heart, he are wiped out from reality and they become as if they were not they disappear and as much as his life, his heart was stuck his being, his essence, who he was his definition of self, his personality his identity was stuck into Avera In one moment it changes and he's now becomes completely stuck to, cleaving to, attached to, connect to the Rebbein Shinoidon himself. And that's what Rebbe means in the Gemara when he says, Some people can acquire their world in one moment. I think he said in reference to the person that committed suicide said in regard to that as well. It also been Durdaya, but also in connection I think it was Rebbe as well that um, who gave up with Asarahurg Malchus, the I think it was, was it, Rebbe Shmuel I think it was Rebbe Shmuel that he threw himself into the flame. <coughs> he said to the said to his executioner when he when when he burnt him, he wanted to prolong his death. And he said, Well if you if I <coughs> save you you, if I save you the prolonging of your death by putting these, I think there were wet pieces of wool to bring out, uh, to make your suffering increased, would you promise me, Chalik in Olamabo? And he says yes, and he jumps into the plains with him. Rablozabin Durdaya, he was Dovuk in Averas. Okay, Rablozabin Durdaya is a whole sugya. Rablozabin su- Durdaya was a man that was Davuk Biznus, completely and totally enveloped with promiscuity, with the desire for immorality. immorality and he did Shiva and he died doing Shiva. So, the two examples, they both died. In other words, their removal from Avera is so great that they. <coughs> that's one level. That's one level. That's a radical level, a total and utter transformation in a second, in a moment. <coughs> Ulam, however, Madrego Hashnia, the second level is. So the person that wants to break his Midas but it didn't help him it didn't, it wasn't, it didn't manage through his determination to change both his outside and insides together that it didn't succeed in reaching a level where there was no even impression of the ra left on him. That didn't work. But this he can make up, he can catch up to it. To establish absolute determination, a strong decision. To let go of all his lackings. And that he can succeed in stop doing in the outward behavior things which cause him to be lost. In other words, the alt himself is the champion of momentary change. You see over here, he does add in that it's not always possible to make the ultimate change in the minimum amount of time. Until now, I hadn't mentioned this point. <coughs> Until now, his process was change has to be complete and immediate and if it's not complete and immediate so if you don't change in one moment you won't change for the rest of your life now he's qualifying that and saying we have to and this is again this is very, something which was completely intuitive to us we said repeatedly what, what, what do you mean what do you mean you can't change overnight we see from anecdotal experience that people that make immediate changes they often are the ones that lose it first easy easy come Easy? Go. So therefore we see that um, we see that we are right, that sometimes an external change is a change which comes easily, but uh, you can't maintain it. If you change internally, then you can maintain it, which is why we preferred the path of slow growth. But now the altar seems to suggest no you have to grow quickly, but you but you can't change the inside. So it seems to me he's making some level of compromise. That the decision for change has to be an immediate and total, absolute decision. But uh, the consequences of the decision will only come out in the slightly medium long term. Meaning as follows. Let's say a person is a particularly finds a particularly hard to wake up in the morning as an example now really he should if he changed internally he'd make the decision and the next morning he'd wake up with his results and run to sure. and feel that's what he wanted to do there'd be no inner resistance an obligation and an honour to go in front of the creator let me jump at the opportunity as excited as it would be to jump to something which really appealed to him really appealed to him so, sometimes we all can jump out of bed it depends what it is. It may be a, a, a flight that you, that you need to take to a desired destination. It may be an exciting deal. It may be a good business meeting. It may be an important job offer. It doesn't me- matter what it is. There are times when you get out of bed with excitement and enjoy. An internal change means that how you felt previously is no longer how you feel. I'll give you an example. I had a fascinating insight. Into my mincha on uh, every, on Shabbos. This is how it went. I got to mincha a little bit early, so I spent time, I spent time enjoying the ashray. Ishmaka, long, contemplated, thought out ashray I um, had a few hours a V'tikoscha Yeraneinu a You have to say it <laughs> A remembrance of your Abundant goodness We will express So I thought Efshe, you know You have to speak about What the Abish has done for you Because I went to Asher it was a Gishmak I thought mm, It's a Gishmak Asher And then I thought to myself I would have felt that way About other things in the past People speak about what they have is Geschmack. So it depends on what my drag you are, what you speak about. Some people say, I oh, can't believe it, we went to the best movie last night. In other words, the thing that grabs them on the lathe, in, in the lave is the movie. And they have an exciting animated discussion about and the plot and the characters. Or it could be that they went to a restaurant and the ambiance and the food and the course and the service. Or it could be that they went to a great soccer game and they discussed the movements and the plays and the scores. Now, you know, you know you've got somewhere in Lavin Leib- Yiddishkeit when the decisions you used to make about restaurants, cinemas, sports games, social events become decisions that you make and take on the same flavour of ruchnius. For example, you go to a particular shul because the <laughs> dabbing's is geschmack. It's, it's, it's like you go to a particular restaurant because you like the way the food being prepared. So you go to a particular shul so like you go to the shore because you're from. because so you go to the shore because you feel guilty if you don't go to the long minion. So you go to the shore because you feel that you're doing the right thing. You're attracted to the shore the same way you're attracted to the restaurant. It pulls at you. Say, oh, I want you to go back there. That was ah Psuke de Zimra. Mita geschmack, Mita messiness, Mita Koya, ah. Beirchus kishma, ah, azashma, azashma. shma? That shma was gewaltig You could say the whole thing. The feet are chop. You could be misbunen in achtos liben shadolim in the kamalos almost mitzvahs. And what does it mean to chesit seitz and Ah, and then the build up and finally gula. You go and gula in the tefillah, and the tefillah it was ends, and the environment was great, and the shemirah wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. Ah, I want to go back to that show. That was Gishma. Must that you want to go back to the restaurant. But you're not doing it because you're not doing it because it's the right thing to do or you want to do it for social no one knows about it, but you say, ah, that's that that can be it can happen with learning, you know, a suga ah that sugar, that toast is so when you when you feel that way about injuniruchim, it means that your madrek has been shifted up. It's not because you're a good guy. That's that's called a, 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 that's called a internal change the internal change means it's not There's a logic language override meaning I bet Sam would rather be in bed I'm going to share myself off to Shul because that's the right thing to do Seichel wins Seichel beats Midas it's that if you gave me an opportunity and you said to me listen you can say I'm you can to this minion I'd say are you <laughs> off your head I'd miss the minion are you crazy so that means that Ruchnia speaks to you Ruchnia speaks to you Someone says to you, you can go to this share, or you can go to the new Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, Chicken-Man, and you say, are you off your head? I'm going to miss that share, I get so much out of that, it could, it, it worth a trillion, a trillion billion zillion, Chicken-Man, Spider-Man, Batman. Uh, it's, it's a reference to an, to an antiquated South African radio so, show which you may not know about, there's probably <laughs> no one else in this room does it wasn't that successful it was, <laughs> a, it was a cowardice superhero <laughs> may have been so do you understand the difference, do you feel the difference between those two changes? now in living a life of Ruchnius In living a life of ruchnius (coughs) not being able to experience ruchnius but only to know that it's right is a recipe for long-term slacking off meaning if I love the minion so then it only gets better it doesn't get worse My doubling gets geschmacker, my learning gets geschmacker, and I as a person move forward in a self-generated way. If I'm doing it because it's right, so then I start to look for loopholes. Let's say I went to the minion because it's a long geschmacker minion, and then I thought to myself, do you know what? Now I'm married. It's not fair on my wife. I'm going to go to the minion which is 15 minutes shorter, so we can spend more time for breakfast. In the course of time, your wife gets a job and she's not home at that time of day but somehow the minion sticks and this can become quite depending on the person in any situation but as you change environments this is how people go from minion to no minion to full Davening to half Davening to shma to Tefillin to maybe once a week because if you're not invested in it <laughs> so then your natural inclination is you're trying to again the Toes of Thief stealing away from life so you try to take more and more of your life back from the tree that's stolen it. Masha and keen, if you feel that it's giving you something, if you feel expressed, if you feel the expression, the greatest barometer of feeling expressed is the connection and pleasure you get from a given undertaking. If you're not enjoying it, it's a bad sign. It doesn't mean that you always have to enjoy at all times, everything. Of course not. But the ultimate is when someone would say to you, Today you can't have shakis, and I would say I'd start crying. You can't take that. Over. I'd be like a little baby. Hey, don't go take my shakhis away from him. As an example, meaning you feel that a person takes your shakhis away from you, so then you feel highly, highly disappointed. You don't want it. You want to cling on to with everything you've got. Someone says to you, "You know, it's awesome for you to learn." You say, "I don't care." Like the Rogatchover told you the story about the Rogachava. in Shiva. In Shiva, he, he started speaking, getting into, going to a uh, serious people with the people. They said, Rebbe, 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 you know not allowed to speak to Rebbe Torah. He says, it's, it's Shiva. He said, say I've got to get in him. He says, I'm not leaving this watch. I've got to get in him. But meaning, okay, he's not saying he was right. But he couldn't. you couldn't take him away from the church. It was too much. It was him. It was part of him. That was it. <laughs> so, hey, can you say that? You're can't he take that? He's sitting Shiva. He's sitting Shiva. He's He's sure. Uh, one, if the, uh, if you, you, you're to a restaurant, but, uh, we know that if, if we go, if we have the same, if we have that kind of, if we go the same restaurant over and over again, it gets dull. And <coughs> the it, it happens, it seems yeah. like it happens yeah. in the same way. And also, um, if you feel that it's a, an expression of yourself, then isn't it sort of taking away the, uh, the no that's actually that's when Lishma begins Lishma is often used as synonym for Ava Ava which is love and love is defined as the desire for the beloved whenever you have a strong attraction towards something that shows you're in love with it it can be anything it can be in love with you it, it right so when you want it when you love it and you're nothing no one can take it away from you so that's ultimately shema then you're doing it because you want it, not because Hashem wants it The and ultimate life is if you're doing it, it, it. That you don't want it then like the like I don't Let know Let me know. ask you a question yeah. You love a person so much that you will need to give up your life for them mm-hmm. Is that selfish? No Okay Um... Mm. The end Um... In terms of getting bored of it So what you're saying is you go to the same restaurant once, twice, three times so eventually you get bored of it, so it depends Depends on the person. Depends on the restaurant. If you didn't really love the restaurant, you really liked the, thing, the experience. If you really liked, I had a, there was a restaurant I used to go to. Had the best chicken fingers and fries ever. And I've had those chicken fingers and fries a zillion times in my life, and I never got sick of them because they were the best chicken fingers and fries. Okay. Yeah, it's you, you have to go. You have to go eating with. What we learned from this year is that you have to you have to pick your restaurants. Nice it's a very important... Yeah, the new yeah, the and when it's, boring, when it's, not it's the a Musa, it's the Asayim Musa, which we are to go to. Um... <laughs> yes, I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, uh, so like... Really that, that, sh- that, that love and attachment to, to certain mitzvahs that... that makes a person become obsessive to a certain mitzvah or to a certain... you know, so, so for example, a person so attached to Torah that they'll t- so attached that, that there will be time that one will have to go away from it or do something else that's part of their chiyubim and then they're not able to do so. In other words, that <coughs> on an und- ideal level, as giving an example of an attachment to tutorial that you love it so much that you don't want to let go of it. Mm. On an ideal level, you feel that about the entire gamut of mitzvahs which ultimately means you feel that way about Hashem so when you feel that way about Hashem so you, re- you respond to the mitzvahs not as isolated components but as a unified whole so when you have a relationship with a person sometimes they say oh I'd love a cup of tea and then you don't just get, become obsessed with giving them cups of tea so you, oh you want one izos, you want cups of tea so you start like force feeding them tea intravenously Sometimes they say, "I don't feel like tea now; I'd like something cold," because you're responding to them. Mm-hmm. So when you attach to a person, you respond to it. That's really what the uh, what the in the Mishle Shorim he calls Mishkala chasidus. That when a person is the level of chasid, so then you're right; it becomes a very difficult shikol to make because. W- but you're trying to intuit the rotten of the boy because you love him so much. You're trying to attach up to Hashem. Ultimately, you only use the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are aitzes in the Lashon of the Zorah Kaddosh, to attach yourself to Hashem. The mitzvahs aren't an end in themselves. But when you get the Geshmak in the mitzvah, so derech the mitzvahs you attach yourself to the Rebun shalom. So you're right. You have to have that concept. You have to have a concept in mind. If you're just attaching yourself to the activity that the mitzvah provides you with, so then that's negative. That's not Lishma at all. Uh, But the truth is, if you're doing that, it's probably not attached to the mitzvah. For example, if a person... He enjoys learning Torah, but he's not, he can enjoy learning Torah. He doesn't enjoy, enjoy learning Torah. He enjoys intellectual pursuits. So then you'll find that he doesn't enjoy Torah because when an intellectual pursuit of another nature will come up, so he'll leave learning Torah to involve himself with that. So he just enjoys brain stimulation, as opposed to the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. The mitzvah of Talmud Torah has got many dimensions here. So one of the dimensions is the fulfillment of the Ratzin Hashem, the connection to the Creator. So, if he doesn't have all those components, <coughs> so then he may enjoy the mitzvah, but he's not enjoying the mitzvah. He's enjoying an element the mitzvah has, a component the mitzvah has. In other words, the more persons into the mitzvah, the she mitzvahs, so the less episodic his life will be. It won't be this disconnected to that, disconnected to that. It'll be unified, thematic. Good? So, that lechariah is, is a description of the internal change. The internal change in when a person doesn't need to be told, he gets energized from within. He, he, beca- he does it because he wants to do it. Not because you're telling him to do it. That's called That's that's Ava. Not me, you. Good. It's interesting because you have to be careful because a person's growth is a complicated, is a complicated um, has a complicated trajectory. Speaking specifically, let's say, about Ba'la Tshuva today, but also if you want to engage in the process of Tshuva, it's not going to be a steady road. Now, I'm having a fascinating internal discussion, trying to formulate some type of model of the fluctuations of entrance and exit from chuba. Generally, the projected, and this is interesting, as you around long in the game, you start to get more and more long-term understanding of how the, how the system works. Generally, the system works a chuba, is the initial romance phase. Disillusion, disillusionment, disillusioned, becoming disillusioned, and then integration. So what happens is about Shiva, the first time he's exposed to Yiddish kind, of, generally he he's becomes absolutely infused with his Mitzvah observance, and there's almost nothing that can stop him in becoming a Frumayit. And he goes against all odds, and he makes those big, deep commitments. Um, people relate to this in different ways, some people are more extreme, than some people extreme, some people less extreme, some people take longer, some people, but generally that's the pattern. The initial stage of Judaism is a highly inspired stage, which is followed with a highly uninspired stage. Now that, the difference between those two stages also fluctuates, it can be months, but it can be years. There can be people that ten years later, finally the last, the last glimmer of inspiration subsides, and they left at a point where they feel completely and totally burnt out, no sense of identity, embittered by the life that they've seemingly got themselves involved in. And now they're married with children. And you see, again, it's rare that you see it happening at this late stage, because people sometimes, even if they feel this way, they don't act on it. but sometimes you see people, and I've seen to my mind, at least two or three cases, in my narrow experience, of people who divorce, get divorced leave their families and go pursue a completely secular lifestyle after being from for 15, 20 years. It's an extreme. But there are a lot of people that don't do that. But they still feel that way. So it seems as if the, this is how it goes. It goes inspiration, disillusionment, integration, and then integration leads into something like boredom. What do you mean by immigration? Meaning that, mm-hmm. that, that people become super firm and then every Khumre is a gewaldic a new opportunity to do something and they can't believe how... how, how they just get totally involved and they're happy to throw out big chunks of themselves and their lives and everything. And then they get to a point where they say, I feel like I've been impoverished. I feel alone. I feel, I feel like I'm not myself anymore. I feel like I'm surrounded by things, doing things that I don't want to do. What happened to my career? What happened to my friends? What happened to my life? Yeah. And then they integrate. Meaning they say, I accept the fact that this is my new life. And even without the inspiration, I'm going to plod ahead. Okay, and now that inspiration, sorry, that that integration can go on and they become accepting of their role. But what can happen is that that the transition phase can be very tricky and very rocky. But when a person passes it, even if he passes it successfully, what happens is as that stage continues, it starts to even lose the little bit of lust and it becomes, it's no longer before, it was conflict, deep conflict, resolution, and then it kind of plateaus into boredom. So when a person's bored in Yiddishkeit, that's not a good sign. Bored in Yiddishkeit, I mean, you know, you know, you're part of it, you're in the system, you say the right words, you do the right things, you're part of it, but there's no, there's no, there's no longer any shine and glimmer in your Yiddishkeit. So this happens again, I'm talking long term, I'm talking, let's say, just to give you an example, the Baal becomes from when he's 23, the inspir- inspirational stage can last till 27, the disillusionment can, disillusionment lasts 27, 28, 29, the integration, 29, 30, 33, 34, 35, mm-hmm. and then the plateau starts to end. by the time he's 40, he's just posh it living life by rote, And then, most people at stage in life just die slowly inside of themselves. <laughs> they die slowly inside themselves because now they've got too many responsibilities and they've got two. They've got kids, and they so they just die slowly inside, and you go and see on side, But they're just walking around as a shell. Well, I to extent that happens I mean, to people. I think it's a natural. Yeah, it's I'm not it's saying, it's I agree to. Absolutely, I think no, no, no. Again, so. I think there's, there's 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 a strong connection to also ages. People when they're young are naturally idealistic. Yeah. People as they get older become more realistic, and as they get older they become dead, <laughs> <Right>. apathetic, <laughs> apathetic. So, so I think, again, I think it corresponds. So uh, ha- When you become an adult, you have, as you said, you are more responsibilities. So, be creating that kind of, having that kind of luster in life is very difficult. Really. Because with all of the responsibilities, where do you have time to find that? Okay, so that's, that, that, that's a good question. But just let's deal with it in terms of, I agree with you, it's a, it's a global issue, but it's also a specific use kind of issue. So now what do you do? How do you, how do you plot your course? in terms of that. How do you how do you navigate your life? So now you see people you see people like for example, imagine you see people who, who rise above it, both in the secular and in, in the religious way. People who rely, ri, rise above it in the terror world are the people that stay motivated to the day of their death. But motivated to the extreme. To the extreme. I think it was a story of one of the Roshav of, of Ponovic and he it was towards the end of his life and I think it was Perel um, Povarsky. I'm not sure. Can't remember who exactly it was, but he used to have a chavusa and he was he he couldn't see. Towards the end of his life, he is very, he's, he's almost blind, and he had a in the yeshiva, and someone would come and pick him up and take him there. And one morning he waited, and they didn't come up, so he began to crawl towards the yeshiva. You found him crawling towards. Him. He couldn't walk. So he couldn't. Fa- so he crawled. Take about think about Rebel something which is yes, other so Vasana. imagine when you especially when you're like 80, you're waking up at 2 30 in the morning to 85, no no. 90. Okay. 95. hundred. Now it's not a hundred that you started when you're ninety-five and like you did that five minutes, that five year stretch. Start when you're 14. And you go straight to the 102 no? that, that, that means that there's something there's a fire burning inside that is so powerful that it can drive against every every eventuality old age sickness infirm doesn't matter I can't walk but I'm up at 30 in the morning it means that that's the point where a person breaks the boundaries of his physical parameters and he becomes something big that's Godless that's Godless now Godless doesn't have to be limited to to Gadus is. that's what Godless is you get Barabatim, who are good them. They push themselves to the first extreme in every... That's where that's what Goddus is. Goddus is, I, I break the boundaries of my normal self. I go above and beyond. That's Goddus. Now, Goddus in Torah is, I do that in order to connect to Hashem. You get people who are in business. They'll break themselves. They won't sleep. They won't eat. They'll do it. But again, and they're big. I'm not, you can't say they're not big. They're big because they're much bigger than their limited physical parameters. But being big is not, that, that, that's one thing, but being big in terror, that's the hard thing. It's hard enough to be big. And then to be big in terror requires a special, special approach. But it's interlinked to this. It's, a, it's connected deeply to the energy of change and trying to fuel yourself to be something radically different. Because every time you're radically different, what you're doing is you're breaking down what he calls the Mechitza Sateva. You're breaking down the barriers of nature. You're breaking them down. The more energy you have for that, of course, the more meaningful your life is. It's more energised, it's more vital. The, the, the person who's the most alive, what, what happens, characteristically, in the <coughs> world of profession and retirement, is people peak and then from 45 onwards, they kind of usually start to decline, decline, decline and the death sentence is sealed with retirement. Generally, that dead people literally seal their death sentence for retirement. Because they no longer have anything to wake up in the morning for. The, the way, the way a turn life works is that the person, as he goes on, the, ra- the, the Ramban says that Choref, the word Choref, which we translate as winter, is in contrast to a lot of folk literature around the world Winter is associated with a person's youth and spring with his old age. When a person speaks about his youth, characteristically in the Svarim, they say, Yemei Chorfi, the days of my winter. Really? Yeah. You think the opposite. You think the opposite. Spring is the youth and winter is, is towards old age because... You lie down, you're hibernating, you like... Exactly. As, as, a year gets, as a year moves forward, he has more and more to offer, he blooms more. The you oy besaver. When they besaver, when they whitehead, that's when they'll start to bring forth their projects. And you see, it's taka that the gedolim they peak in their nineties. <laughs> it's an amazing thing. You peak in your nineties. It's like almost an, it's, it's an absurd contrast to the rest of the world. That you peak, you peak in your thirties. Exceptions, but you're, you're peaking in your nineties because that's when you can taka do something. Because you've had all this long winter that you've <coughs> stored in, everything's grown underneath the surface, you haven't been able to produce, and then all of a sudden you've got this wealth and you can just give forth your wisdom, your understanding, your knowledge, your godless, your dveikus. So we have to think about that. There's some nothing more demoralizing, <coughs> there's nothing worse, there's nothing so antithetical to Judaism as mediocrity in kind, mediocrity in the service of Hashem. Yes. Many people claim to have like that it's healthy to have a balanced lifestyle. I and mean, you think that's just rubbish. Like it just a, a, <laughs> a cop out. Balanced lifestyle means people say they want to be a but people often people say they want to have a balanced lifestyle. That means I want you to live in two worlds. I want you to get oil maze and, and, and oil Doesn't work. Doesn't work. At best you'll get oil maze. At worst you'll get neither. Um, but on the other hand you can't be psychologically you kind of know th- you can't push yourself so that you you lose your psychological balance balance doesn't isn't a reflection of lifestyle it's a reflection of internal equilibrium yeah. so people bring more oh, the opposite that your ideals are extreme but the way you conduct yourself is not saying the same thing saying the same thing in other words that the point is that a person has to be extreme but you can't lose your emotional balance so it could be along the way you need to prop yourself up for example the, the, the Messiah Shaim in Precious he asks a stirrer between many chazalim on the one hand you get chazalim which say that a person who's a nausea has to bring a korban because he is yazir atma minayayin and if just for not drinking wine, you're held responsible. Imagine if you pose from other hanos Gashmias, you don't enjoy the world. Hare, to a that everyone knows, a famous Yerushalmi, yeah. it's the one of the only that everyone knows. That person is going to have to be given for not enjoying sights of pleasure that he saw and didn't partake of. So on the one hand, you have, you have, you have a whole direction in Chazal that says, enjoy the Gashmiastika world. On the other hand, on the other hand, you see that a person who's, uh, who's, who's, who's Miss Ania is called Kadoish and it says, kadosh atzmecha b'muta l'cha Kadoshim ti'yu So you have another Mahalach which says you have to you have to separate yourself from the physical world. So the way the Ramchal resolves it is do you need it? Meaning if you need it and you separate it from it you're a choyte you're a sinner. If you don't need it and you take it you're a choyte. So you have to create this balance. If you need something if you need, if you need the muscle if you need Hard to believe you do, because you've lived without it. If you need a three-inch steak every single night, medium-rare, crisp, grilled. You can always hear it on the grill right now, can't you? <laughs> Super tender. Accompanied by a long, 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 crystal-clear glass of draft beer on tap. If you need that, you can smell... You know, in the the top of the g- the head of the beer glass and you can smell the aroma. You, if you need that on this Sunday afternoon and you need it to be by the pool and you let go of that so then you're a If you don't need that and you indulge in that you're missing out in life. <coughs> so first person has to know. now, in today's world I would respectfully suggest with tentatively suggest that people think they need way more than they need. They think they need to have a lot of creature comforts which they don't need. And you see throughout their lives there's riots that they don't need them. And that's why shiver Dorms is a fantastic riot what a person can survive on. <coughs> it's a fantastic riot. You think you need all these things and you live and you know you can be happy without them. People come up with these self-inflated ideas of what you need. You have a person that lives in Chutzoretz and they feel that the house is crowded when every child doesn't have a bedroom. The same person moves to another country, immigrates, and all of a sudden he feels the house is crowded when kids don't have their own beds. But <coughs> not their own bedroom, that's, that's luxury. <coughs> I told you what happened to our neighbors. We were, in, we're many years ago, um, the entire building added on another two rooms from the top to the bottom. So we added on. It was a two-room apartment, became a four-room apartment. So we saw our neighbour, when they added on, they bought new beds. Now they didn't have more children. So we said, why are you buying new beds? He said, what do you mean? Now each kid can have his own bed. So now imagine growing, ima- growing up in that environment. Now they're great people. Never seen a house so spotlessly clean. They're normal, healthy, adjusted, happy. But their notion of space was just different. So a lot of space is just conditioning because that's what everyone else is. so you just subscribe to that, but who says you need it? Yeah. Again, we, w- your, your limitations are not real limitations but you just automatically take on your prevalent social model. So if your prevalent social model is, I person can't live without, and then you fill in the without, so then you think you going to live without it, and then you get put into a situation when you have it, you don't have it, and you live with you're not even put into that situation. I tell you about it, you say, impossible. I can't do that. I'm not arguing that there are some things that you can't do. But where that can't do <coughs> goes to is a question mark, firstly. Secondly, the can't do is also measured by, how again, how much invested in what you are doing. If you're not invested in what you are doing, so the can't do expands enormously. If you are invested in what you want to do, the can't do contracts tremendously following me. There are people that they go and they teach English in the Peace Corps. No, these Americans. They They live in a little wooden hut. If they're lucky. Oh, oh, I dreamed of a wooden hut. My hut was made of mud inside a roof or walls. And (laughs) survive. Survive. Because they believe in what they're doing. So they're nourished, they nourished by the engagement So what we have to do is we have to see where we nourished from The more you're nourished from <coughs> things which are not Kir like Ves So the more dependent on them you become You have to start to find your nourishment in Ruchnias And then your life changes Ok, but I'm sorry, we're in, we've run out of time, we're going to have to stop right here